3: Good morning. Welcome to Thursday's 11 to 1. Sinead Brazel here with you. She's one of Ireland's top jockeys and it seems she's light on her feet as well. Nina Carberry has been wowing judges on Dancing with the Stars. I'm going to catch a word with her before she takes to the dance floor on Sunday night. As a parent, I know all too well what colic is, but I'd no idea horses can suffer really badly from it. Our vet, Peter Howard from Highfield Veterinary Clinic, has lots of information on this in our Vets and Their Pets series. Plus, we have a regular check in with Dundalk Citizens' Information. WhatsApp and text lines are open 086 1800 658.
4: 11 to 1 on LMFM with Gilmore's Kingscourt. See Gilmour's.ie.
3: LMFM Here we go again on 11 to 1. There's Whitesnake kicking us off. Good morning. Sinead Brazel here with you. And just while the song was on, I was realising, what in way at all did I say the words, citizens' information, I don't know what happens to me whenever I have to say citizens information. I kind of go, it kind of all goes into the one, (laughs) the one thing. And I was listening to Late Lunch the other day and they were talking about people mispronouncing things. And I was like, I actually get into a bit of a blind panic when I have to say citizens information (laughs) on this show. I don't know what it is. It's, I don't know, the way citizens and information, I don't know, it all kind of conjoins together. And uh, yeah, I can't get it out properly when I'm saying it. Uh, But it was very funny, actually, if you missed late lunch earlier on this week, they were talking about words that people mispronounce. And one, I think that kicked it all off, was abominable. And uh, it was fantastic. There was everything from hippopotamus to all sorts that was uh, discussed on Late Lunch. If you missed it, it's on the podcast. If you want a bit of a laugh, it's great I'll crack. (laughs) That was earlier on this week. Yeah, so hopefully I'll be alright pronouncing citizens information. My goodness. They will be joining us on the programme a little bit later on. But I am getting excited because we've just got one more sleep. Yes. Tomorrow, eleven to one is three, three years of age, and I'm going to give all the birthday presents to you. And I have some very exciting birthday presents tomorrow. I, thanks to my lovely sponsors, Gilmore's Kings Court, uh, Gilmore's Mercedes Benz Kings Court, I should say, they have been sponsoring me since the very beginning, and I'm so delighted that they have given me not one but two all access day pass. For a family of four to Park. So that's exciting. So we have got two of them to give away. I'm also delighted that Goodwin's Steakhouse and Grill Bar here in Drogheda, they have given me a romantic four course meal for two, including Prosecco for Valentine's weekend to give away as well. So that's all happening on tomorrow's show. Uh, I actually have a good idea of how to give away the romantic meal. So I can give you a little insight into that now and you can kind of have a little bit of a think about this. You mightn't have to think too hard, actually. I was thinking, seeing as the theme is kind of romance and all of that, what is it about your partner, your boyfriend, girlfriend, husband, wife, whatever, what is it about them that they do that's just so irritating, that just gets under your skin, but you sort of love them anyway? So for me, well, there's plenty of things, but my husband does this thing. He has these, you know, the little... um. Black uh, trainer socks He wears these all the time And as soon as he comes home He just pitches them off himself And flings them And I'm finding them All sorts of places Not the wash basket, I might add Drives me mad i like the black socks Oh my god You sit down in the cage Oh There's the lovely black socks Thank you for that You know what I mean I love them anyway Because of it though This is the kind of thing That I'm talking about For tomorrow Okay For tomorrow's show Have a think about it What is the thing that drives you nuts about your partner that they do, but you love them anyway? And you could be winning a lovely, nice um, Prosecco and four-course meal for two in Goodwins. And we will have those Tato Park passes, family passes up for grabs as well on tomorrow's show. So do not miss that. There's going to be lots of fun, excitement. I've got a killer floor filler song for you as well. Getting back to today... Lots coming up on the show. I'm so excited to be chatting to Nina Carberry. She is phenomenal. She is doing so, so well on Dancing with the Stars. And who knew that she had, you know, such light, fancy footwork, you know? I'm very impressed with all the dancing that she's been doing. And so are the judges. And uh, I think she'll be interested. Maybe not. I don't know. Maybe this will kick in the nerves for her. But she is top. Uh, She is one of the top that uh, the bookies are favouring. Um, in terms of lifting that glitter ball trophy so we're going to be chatting to Nina later on in the show but getting back to the music here's Hosier day with someone new Hosier, someone new on LMFM Radio's 11 to 1 I want to dedicate that one to Paul and Alina Mullen congratulations to you, they're from Cherry Hill Court in Kells, they are celebrating 21 years of marriage today happy anniversary, that's coming in from all of your family and friends, that's a big one Paul and Alina, hope you have a great day, now I have to mention this, Uh, they got in touch with me there last week on this, but um, after months of communicating by Zoom the Drogheda LGBTQ support group uh, is delighted to announce that their weekly support group meetings are back in person every Thursday evening so tonight at 8 in the Barbican Centre they offer a safe space for adults in the community cuppa and chats for those looking for a social weekly outlet and um you can get more information about them. They're on Facebook and Instagram and they also have an email lgbt at gmail.com So that's tonight in the Barbican and they are meeting at 8pm and no doubt it'll be nice to meet face to face after Zooming and everything else for so long now we're going to have a regular check in with the Dundalk branch of Citizens Information Sive Mulligan's going to be with us and she's going to be discussing the school transport scheme
4: 11 to 1 on LMFM L-M.
3: It is time for a regular check-in with the Dundalk branch of Citizens Information. You see, I nearly did it again there. Citizens Information, <laughs> say it right. And uh, Sive Mulligan took the liberty of preparing a piece for us today on the school transport system.
5: Here it is. Good morning. This morning I'm going to talk to you about the school transport scheme for primary schools and for post-primary schools. So first of all, for primary schools, This scheme provides transport for children who live 3.2 kilometres or more from their local primary school, and the scheme is funded by the Department of Education. In order to be eligible and to qualify for school transport, a child must be aged between 4 and 12 years and living 3.2 kilometres or more from their nearest suitable national school. Now, children with special needs are also eligible for free transport to and from special need, special schools and special classes. If there are spare seats available, children who are not eligible may be carried on school transport. And there is a list of frequently asked questions about the schemes um, on the Bus Éireann website, and you can link through to that on our website, citizensinformation.ie, if you look up about the school transport scheme. Within that document, there will be a link through to that um, FAQ, that frequently asked questions document on the Bucerin website. Now, the Department of Education decides what the nearest suitable school is. If a child is attending a school that has more than one teacher and there's a one teacher school nearer the home, that fact will not usually disqualify the child from using the school transport scheme. With regard to getting um, picked up for the, for the bus scheme, it's not a door-to-door service, okay? So parents or guardians are responsible for bringing their children to the nearest pickup point to avail of the service. And generally, routes are planned so the pupils don't have to travel more than 2.4 kilometers to their nearest pickup point. To get, to get the school transport service up and running in a particular area there must be enough s- children to use the, sur- the service and that means that there must be a daily average over a school term of at least 10 eligible children in a dis- distinct area attending their nearest suitable school. So there have to be enough children um, eligible children to use the service in a distinct area as I said if they look at over a daily average over a school term. The charges then there is a charge of 100 euros per year for each eligible child with a maximum of 220 euros for each family who only uses the primary school transport scheme. For families who also have eligible children using the post primary transport scheme a maximum of 650 euros per family per year will be charged and eligible children who hold a medical card do not have to pay the charge. Now, as I said earlier, children, if there are children who are not eligible for school transport but there are spare seats available, um, a child who's not eligible can use the school transport at a charge of 100 euros per year and the maximum annual amount for a family is 220 euros. Now, remember, I'm talking about primary school, the primary transport, school, primary um, school transport scheme. Now, children who hold a medical card but who are not eligible for school transport will still have to pay this charge. So if you have a medical card and you're, and you're eligible, so if the child has a medical card and they're eligible for the scheme, they don't have to pay the charge. If the child has a medical card but they're not eligible and there are spare seats, they will have to pay the charge. The scheme is operated by Bus Aaron on behalf of the Department of Education. And if your child is enrolling in national school for the first time, you can apply for school transport online on the bus errands website. So I'm just going to move on to talk about the school transport scheme for post-primary, sorry, secondary schools. Um, So again, the Department of Education provides subsidised school transport for post-primary pupils who live more than 4.8 kilometres away from the the appropriate school. And again, it's Bus Erin who runs the the school bus service and the Department of Education decides the annual fares. The Department and Bus Erin determine what is the relevant school having regard to ethos, language and the shortest traversable route from the child's home. The service, the post-primary, is only provided where there are at least 10 eligible pupils in a distinct locality that can be economically serviced by a bus route. And even when a pupil meets the age and distance criteria for school transport, there's no legal entitlement to transport. Uh, The rules to be eligible. So to be eligible for school transport, under the post-primary scheme, a student must be enrolled in a recognised post-primary school and they must live 4.8 kilometers or more from the nearest school. And again, there is a frequently asked questions document on Bus Éireann website um, about the school transport scheme. So you can link through to that again from citizensinformation.ie. And again, um, as with the primary one with regard to um, pickup points, parents or guardians must arrange to bring their child to the nearest pickup point on the bus route. And generally, For the secondary school, the post-primary school transport scheme, bus routes are organized so that no pupil has more than 3.2 kilometers to travel to a pickup point. And the rates then for the secondary school post um, transport scheme, there's a single annual charge of €350 per pupil. The maximum amount for a family is €650 per year. And again, people, pupils who are eligible for school transport and who hold a valid medical card are entitled to free school transport to the nearest school. So if you wish to apply for either scheme for the year 2022-2023, the application is made online on the BOSERIN website. So the, the applications for 21-22 for the school year we're in at the moment have closed, but for the school year is starting, say, September, August, September 22 to 23. Um, you can make your application online. The closing date for applications is the last Friday in April for the forthcoming school year. So for 22, 23, that will be Friday, the 29th of April this year. And just to note that only new pupils need apply. So, for example, pupils starting primary school or moving to post-primary school or those who are changing home address or school, they're the ones who who need to apply. Details of all existing pupils who currently hold tickets. So, if your child is already availing of this scheme, let's say they're in in third class or second year at school, and they have, they're not changing address or changing school or anything like that, and they currently are availing of this scheme, then they're already recorded and the email address provided at the time of registration previously, is used to communicate with families each summer when it's time to pay the school transport charges for the forthcoming school year. So that's it from me for this week, and I will speak to you again in another few weeks.
3: Thank you. Thank you so much, Sive Mulligan, Dundalk, Citizens Information there. Uh, You can get more information, citizensinformation.ie is the best place to get all the information about uh, what Sive is talking about there and also the numbers for your local branch. Now getting back to the music, here's the script for you. Going to take a quick break and after that we're going back to the year 1984 when the youngest self-made female billionaire was born. Plus we've got music from Gavin James and Maroon Five for you.
4: 11 to 1 on LMFM. LM.
3: Now we're going back to the year 1984, the year of my birth. But we're not talking about me. We're talking about Elizabeth Holmes. She's an American entrepreneur and CEO. She was the youngest self-made female billionaire. We're going to be chatting about her in the Northeast Update. LMFM Northeast Update with Senator Windows. Whether you're extending, building, or replacing your windows and doors, talk to your local Senator Windows dealer today on 1850 4455 temperatures out there 10 to 12 degrees sunset is at 5.12 and sunrise tomorrow is 8.06am on this day 1984 Elizabeth Holmes so she's the founder and CEO of Theranos, a blood test company she founded at the age of 19 while studying at Stanford University she became the youngest self-made female billionaire uh, according to Forbes in 2014 she was born on this day in Washington DC and today as ah, lovely Golden Retriever Day Golden Retrievers are one of the most popular breeds of dogs. Dogs and families all over the world love them. The Golden Retriever is recognised by the American Kennel Club in the US and is uh, popular as a disability assistance dog, such as being a guide dog for the blind and a hearing dog for the deaf, and also for kids who have autism as well. They're, they're great assistance dogs for those as well. Golden Retriever Day today. LMFN Northeast Update. There's Gavin James with Glow. News at 12 is approaching and after that I'm going to be chatting to Nina Carberry about her Dancing with the Stars experience plus colic and horses. Who knew? Apparently it's very, very serious. We're going to be chatting to Peter Howard all about that in Vets and Our Pets. That's all to come. She's one of Ireland's top jockeys and it seems she's light on her feet as well. Nina Caronbury has been wowing judges on Dancing with the Stars. I'm going to catch a word with her before she takes to the dance floor on Sunday night. Plus, as a parent, I know all too well what colic is, but I've no idea horses could suffer from it badly. Our vet, Peter Howard from Highfield Veterinary Clinic in Navan has lots of information in this, in our Vets and Their Pets series. That's all to come.
4: 11 to 1 on LMFM.
3: Liam Neeson is back in the news. Uh, Apparently he appeared on Jimmy Fallon's talk show this week and it's all to promote his new movie Blacklight but when he was on the show he admitted and this is kind of i surprised by this he has admitted that he thought that the movie Taken would be one of these movies that goes straight to video he wasn't you know convinced that it was going to be a hit and he was very much surprised by how uh, people took to the movie and how popular it was he says um yeah, I'm you know, it's it's there's a great team involved in this. I really enjoyed the movie and everything else, but I just thought it would be something that would just go straight to video. So there you go. Very surprising. Um but he was on the the show anyway to promote his uh new film Blacklight and he seems to be very busy because he's gonna be filming an action thriller here in Ireland in March called Saints and Sinners. And it's gonna be filmed in Killybegs Beggs and Glen Column Kill and uh, kind of like Taken it tells the story of a retired assassin who's forced into a game of cat and mouse with three terrorists and uh, there's also going to be uh, Kieran Hines is going to be involved in this as well and they are producers are very much looking for extras for the blockbuster thriller I'd say extras.ie you know movie extras.ie I'd say that's probably the best place to check out the details for that as well Uh, but there you go happening in March and uh, they're also for people who want to get their start actually in the film industry they're also looking for people who uh, will be working in production locations camera all that sort of stuff they're looking for paid positions and trainees and new entrants into this as well and I'd say the best place to find the details of where to apply for that be probably the, the Irish Film Television Network they have a website iftn.ie is probably the best place to find out all of the news on that so very exciting Liam Neeson going to be filming in this uh, country which is very exciting I think and it's great actually to see these big blockbusters coming to Ireland and shooting here we've had quite a few of them over the last little while so it's great to see that happening now let's see what else is happening in the world of showbiz
1: The Buzz
3: on LMFM with the Crown Plaza Dundalk featuring Ireland's tallest work of art rooftop restaurant bistro bar and conference rooms wedding and banqueting for up to 400 people The thecrownplazadundalk.ie has it all
1: Hi, I'm Hannah. Taylor Schilling stars in new series, Pam and Tommy, which is out on Disney Plus Now. It's based on the true story of the Pamela Anderson and Tommy Lee leaked sex tape starring Lily James and Sebastian Stan. Taylor says Lily's transformation into the Baywatch star was magical. I saw a picture of what I thought was Pam Anderson and I thought it was inspiration. I was like, oh, cool. And it was actually Lily. It was her. It's kind of magical. So some serious alchemy happened there. Detective Harry Ambrose is back on our screens for the fourth installment of The Sinner. In this series, he's been recruited to solve the mysterious death of a daughter of a prominent family on a sleepy island off the coast of northern Maine. The Sinner season four is available to watch now on Netflix.
3: I can't walk away from this. Yeah, you can. It's just a choice. Not for me. There was this other side of her, this dark side, and I just won't let her go.
2: You saw what you saw. I jumped.
6: It's not
1: simple. Michael Owen has said the masked singer is about entertainment when he was asked on the Lorraine show how he managed to last longer than professional singers Heather Small and Will Young. The former footballer was one of the latest celebrities to leave the competition in Sunday's episode.
2: Just shows you it's not necessarily just a singing contest. It's, no! it's about entertainment. It's a bit and that was I'm what do you know what I thought to myself right at the start, I've literally I've got to have the worst voice that's ever been on this show. How am I going to get through?
1: That's The Buzz. I'm Hannah. The Buzz on LMFM.
3: With the Crown Plaza Dundalk. Featuring Ireland's tallest work of art. Rooftop restaurant, bistro bar and conference rooms. Wedding and banqueting for up to 400 people. The Crown Plaza Dundalk.ie has it all. I have to say, I really enjoyed that show Masked Singer. It's absolutely brilliant. What a great idea for a show as well. It's really, really brilliant. It's taken off massively, it really has. And we're going to be returning to our regular Vets and Their Pet series and as a mum, I definitely knew what and know what colic is when it comes to babies and suffrage... Oh, many a screaming night and screaming child and oh my god it's horrific but I did not know that horses can get colic and it can be quite serious we're going to be chatting to Pet, uh, Peter Howard our vet uh, he's from Highfield Veterinary Clinic we're going to chat to him just after these
4: 11 to 1 on LMFM The LMFM Vets and Their Pet Series is brought to you by Highfield Veterinary Commons Road Navin Catering for all your pets and farm animal needs. For more information or to make an appointment, visit highfield.ie. Follow Highfield Veterinary Navin on Facebook.
3: It's time to return to our regular vets and their pet series in association with Highfield Veterinary Clinic Commons Road in Navin. And today we are focusing on horses. And I had no idea horses, like newborn babies, can suffer with colic. Peter Howard is our vet. He's on the line. How are you doing, Peter? i'm good thanks i'm good now i thought that colic was an affliction only babies suffered and it was sent to torture sleep deprived parents i had no idea that horses can get this as well
2: yeah it's, it's one of the big things with horses um they they seem to really suffer badly from us it, so it's one of the big um pains for for horse owners to have to worry about um and the other thing about it is that it's always in the nighttime as it's all just like babies oh. so it's, it's one of those things.
3: <laughs> oh no, so the horse would be going mad at nighttime as well. So for people yeah. who don't know, what, what exactly is colic when it's kind of manifesting in a horse?
2: Yeah, so colic, like the term colic kind of refers to any kind of abdominal pain. Um, so, it, you know, it's not always just kind of gut related, but generally speaking it kind of is, because horses, like, they, they basically, they have, like, very long intestines, and when they're not being exercised or anything else, they generally are just eating all day long so it's, it's generally problems with the gut um but obviously then there are other things like cause this um so yeah you're kind of like they're kind of prone to kind of impactions um gas build up and twists in the gut those are kind of three main kind of things um that, that they can get um okay so so, so
3: just, talk me through some of that okay so the gas and the guff gut what was the other thing that you said there
2: yeah, they can also get kind of impactions or um, twists as well. So oh, kind yes. of uh, yeah, and and kind of distension. Um, so horses are are kind of unusual in that they can't vomit, Um so they you know it, they, their stomachs can kind of be very, they're very prone to to distending. So if if they like they just can't can't vomit. So basically, if if there's something happens, be it a blockage or you know something's releasing gas in the gut. It causes enormous pain for them so it's a really really um painful condition and it can actually be fatal sometimes oh. someone can actually rupture it if it's if it's not treated promptly okay. um so it's a it's a big thing for horses um so kind of just the general signs of yeah. kind of a colic. um you know they they often you you'll notice that they'll start pawing at the ground um and then the most common sign then is that they'll start to roll um so sort of they throw themselves onto their back and kind of roll around trying to just kind of relieve the pain in their in their tummies um they can also kind of show signs of like bloating or they can sweat quite a lot as well um and then kind of other things are, are they can turn their head around and just stare at their bellies um so that's one thing people often see and they're going "What what's going on with the horse
3: oh um, my god that's the freakiest thing ever okay so that, we don't want that happening
2: yeah yeah so so if you see those kind of signs generally like you know there's something going on there um so what we recommend, um, kind of first thing, is, is just to to keep walking him. Um, so at least when they're kind of being walked and moved along, it can help kind of relieve some of the pain um, in the time it takes for the vet to come out. Um, and it'll also stop them kind of throwing themselves on the ground and injuring themselves. Um, so it's, it's kind of a good, that's always a good idea.
3: Um, and, then, and in terms yeah. of prevention, Peter, then, because, you know, I think every parent in the land would love to prevent colic in the first place. Uh, I'm sure horse owners would be in the same boat. Is there anything that prevents this?
2: Yeah, it kind of depends on what the cause of it is. Um, but there are like there's a few kind of things that that, that have been kind of like show up that show like that show kind of a higher incidence. Um, so kind of things like keeping a regular schedule in terms of feeding. So feed them at the same time and feed the same food. That's really important. Um so any kind of sudden changes it'll just upset their, their intestines and, and their the cold gut movements and everything else and it can cause problems. Um so so kind of regular keeping regular schedules is really important, especially weekends as well. Sometimes like big yards where they, they have staff coming in Monday to Friday and maybe Saturday and Sunday might be a different schedule, that that can kinda of show up problems. Um kind of give, keeping a regular supply of water is important as well. So if they if they don't get enough water that can cause the contents of the gut to dry up a bit and could lead to impactions happening more more frequently as well, um, and then kind of just general dentistry, kind of keeping on top of that can kind of help. Um, and then uh, keep them well exercised, you know, on a regular basis and that kind of thing. Um, and then the other important thing is to keep them warmed as well. So that's another uh, oh, yes. big kind of risk factor. Yeah. So sometimes if a horse has a very very high burden of worms. They can actually cause impactions as well, especially if if it's suddenly wormed, Then will, all of a sudden, and all the worms die, it can kind of all all kind of lead to a bit of a problem. Okay, um, so, I get
3: you. So yeah. if you're you're given a dose and there's a big problem, this can be then the the effect after that. And exactly, does it yeah. does it affect kind of um, older horses, younger horses, or can it affect any kind of horse, any breed?
2: it affects every every horse is at risk of it um, so foals and whole older horses probably are more at risk but any horse can get it at any time you know um, so and it, it comes down to your kind of your different causes of it um, you know like it, like a few different things so like the, the gas colic that can kind of just be anything like you yeah. know there's no there's no kind of related thing to that at all um, so but then like you, there's other things like the the twisted gut like I was saying um, that can that can affect kind of older horses, especially kind of fast uh, pony would be more at risk of kind of those kind of things. So like like and stuff like that can can cause cause problems with colic as well. Um, so those are your kind of your your kind of big risk things.
3: Um, and if there was a horse that was in real dire need now, suffering what is a call to the vet the first port of call or what should people do?
2: I think so. Yeah, I like. Um, so basically, when when we arrive out to a, to somebody's yard, we can we can assess all the vital signs and see what what kind of colic. Well, we can't always tell what type of colic is, but we can see how severe the colic is. Um, so generally, if someone rings me, I'll say you know you know it is one of the big emergencies for us to come out to straight away. Um, and we say just keep them walked. You can sometimes trot them as well, um, just to help move things along. And that that sometimes actually relieves them. You know, like you can cure them in, in some cases, especially kind of gas loads. Um so we come out and the first thing generally I do is I'll I'll check the vital signs. so I'll I'll check the heart rate. Um that'll kind of really give you a good indicator of how how painful is, is this horse. Um so generally if the, the heart rate's over like sixty beats per minute, that's generally an indicator that the horse needs to be referred to a hospital for, for kind of more more serious checks and, okay. and potentially surgery. Um so but if it's under 60, then I, I'll go and check everything else. Then, you know, we can also kind of do things like passing nasogastric tubes, which helps relieve all the gas filled up in the stomach, because like I was saying, they can't vomit. So that that, that can give them a huge amount of relief. Um, and then we listen to gut sounds as well and see if there's there's gut sounds there and try to kind of pinpoint where the problem actually is. Um, you know, and then, then we can put them on kind of pain relief and muscle mm-hmm. relaxants as well to help kind of relieve, relieve the, the kind of signs. Um, and and kind of decide then whether they need to go for for surgery in a hospital or if they they can be treated medically. Okay. Um, so we can kind of come up with that kind of plan then when we're out there, but we need to kind of we need to see the horse really for for to, to come up with that.
3: Okay, um, so you need to be on site to to make those those judgment calls as you say. Okay, Peter, you've gone through everything to do with horses and colic. So, have you got any solution for sleep deprived parents for babies with colic? <laughs> <laughs>
2: um, don't call your vet for a baby one. <laughs>
3: i love it peter as always thank you so much for all of that great advice
2: all right no problem thanks for having me on
3: highfield.ie that's where you're going to find the information there on anything that Peter was discussing if you need to book an appointment with them they are on the Commons Road in Navin and if you missed any of that we will podcast the uh, chat with Peter just after the show on lmfm.ie now on the way I've got music from local guys Stuart Agnew with Candy Floss for you
4: 11 to 1 on LMFM LMFM
3: We are going to be chatting to Nina Carberry very, very shortly. But I think I've time to squeeze this one in from Adele just before that. There's Adele, easy on me. She's going to hope that the judges will be easy on her this Sunday. We're talking about Nina Carberry. She has been amazing on Dancing with the Stars so far. And just a little recap as to what some of the judges said to her last week for her tango.
5: Nina, they say good things come in threes. You have delivered. Quick step, Roomba, and now the tango. Is there anything you can't do, seriously? You were so into your character. I was like, oh my God, I wouldn't want to mess with you. So intense, so serious, but I'm so looking forward to see more energetic, fun, and shake your body, you know? Let loose numbers. Another amazing night for Nina. Thank
3: Oh, we have to agree. We have to agree. Really excited to see what she's going to do this week. We might get a little teaser off her. She might give us a little hint as to what she might be dancing to this week on Dancing with the Stars. We're going to be joined by Nina Carberry very, very shortly.
4: 11 to 1 on LMFM
3: she is one of Ireland's top jockeys and it seems she's light on her feet as well my next guest might be most famous for her successful horse racing career but she has been wowing audiences and judges with her fancy footwork on the latest Dancing with the Stars series Nina and her pro partner Pasquale La Roca, have been lighting up the leaderboard week after week on the RT1 show and uh, she got the first nine of the series and on Sunday she scored 19 points for her samba she's been busy rehearsing for this week's show but has taken some time out to have a chat with me I'm delighted to be joined by Nina Carberry she's on the line how are you doing Nina? Hi Sinead how are you? Oh can I just say wow 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 because as soon as you came out on the floor in week one in that stunning pink guna, I was just like oh my god Nina Carberry can dance you've been hiding this talent away actually not I've just been
6: (laughs) taught very well by my um, partner Pasquale so I'm just, just delighted to be part of the show and I actually can't
3: believe myself that I'm actually doing okay <laughs> she says doing okay oh she's so modest Nina <laughs> are you being from a racing background now you're going to love this you are tipped by the bookies all over the place to win this you oh know my what, what what do you make of that it's mad absolutely mad I just I, to be honest I can't even believe
6: I'm doing it for a <laughs> and and um, I can't believe that I'm actually getting out in front of like a <laughs> big massive crowd um, and it. am It's actually a brilliant buzz and a great adrenaline buzz for me. So I'm actually delighted to be part of it.
3: Yeah, because, you know, you're used to the adrenaline with the horse racing, but I'd say you'd been missing it now since you retired. So this is a different sort of adrenaline altogether. You know, you've got to really kind of, I mean, God, you've got to deliver the goods every single week. It's so hard. I mean, how are you finding juggling, you know, being a mum, being a running a business and Mm -hmm. getting in the dancing?
6: Yeah, no, it is very difficult. Um, but obviously my husband Ted has been brilliant as well. He's hands on dad and uh he's, he helps out in the evenings when I'm gone off and he looks after the girls. So we've got great people around us helping us and uh yeah, no, just it's um it's just brilliant to be part of it and uh you only get one opportunity so I'm trying to give it the best shot I
3: can oh you certainly are doing that and I have to say you're paired up with Pasquale excellent dancer and he's won it twice Nina that's nice <laughs> yeah the
6: pressure the pressure when I got Pasquale I was like oh no <laughs> like I'm in for it now no
3: he could have hat-tricked you know what I mean he could be three I'd say he could he could he really could and he's fantastic and he's so supportive to you as well Yes. Um, I mean you got the, the first nine of the series in week three that must have felt absolutely amazing
6: amazing. Like I didn't even think I'd get a high score like that for any of my dances. So to get that on the second week that I that I danced was absolutely amazing. I got a great buzz out of it and um it was a really hard dance as well and Pascal was quite sick coming up to it as well. Yes. So we
3: didn't get to practice that much coming into it. So to <laughs> get a nine, I was absolutely delighted. Absolutely <laughs> delighted. Oh no, it's fantastic. And the samba was incredible last week and I loved, uh, or, the, or the the tango I should say, and I loved the um, the choice of song of you two. It's Elevation was absolutely yeah. brilliant. What has been the most difficult dance to learn so far?
6: Um, to be honest, they, they are all quite different. So I have to learn everything from scratch. So took me a long time to get the quick steps um, Was sure because I hadn't danced before so that we had kind of six weeks built up to that and then another kind of four weeks for the rumba so I needed all that time to kind of learn the technique and everything so but hopefully that will that give me the base for now uh, dances coming along the way so the cha-cha this weekend so it's kind of a Latin dance so something similar like straight legs to the, the rumba so um hopefully the rumour will help me for this weekend and the quick step will help me for more ballroom dances towards, you know, if I keep in the competition, obviously
3: you need votes to stay in. So hopefully I can keep keep keeping in for each week. No, you absolutely will. So you've told us exclusively here, the cha-cha is the one that you're going to be dancing to this weekend. That's very exciting about this. Yeah. Um, so the the public, as I've just said, are very much rooting for you. But who do you think is your toughest competition in, in, in the couples that are left?
6: Oh, there's so many. They're all so good, aren't they? Like they're really good. Like Erica, like got a ten last weekend. Yes. unbelievable. Like so, and Ellen's there. She's doing amazing. They're, like there's so there's so many. Like Grania Shoka. Like they're all there. All the lads as well. Billy and Billy's great. And Angus and you know they're all there. And it's great to be part of. And it. it's so hard to watch someone go home yeah. like Neil
3: Delamere the other day and he's such a he shock brilliant yeah such a shock I thought they'd leave him in there even another little bit longer I was very <laughs> surprised by that yeah very surprised because he's brought a lot of fun a lot of energy to yeah. it as well he really has um, so we're all going to be tuned in on Sunday night for this cha-cha uh, very much glued to the TV have the kids been watching you, and what do they make of mummy and her yeah. dancing Oh, they love us! Yeah, they really do. Um, I want to see Mummy in the pink dress,
6: and I want to see <laughs> Mummy in the dark dress. <laughs> so they're very much into the dresses. And and listen, all the all the dancers are great, and they love watching all the different dances as well. So it's not just me. So they enjoy the whole show. So no, it's been it's actually captured all their age group as well, which I didn't
3: even think they would, you know. So it's absolutely brilliant that they're enjoying it too. They really are and I have to say a big shout out to the kids that are in Happy Days and yeah. rathoth because I know that they're listening in to yeah, you today. Yeah, my little Rosie's there too so <laughs> she's <be> delighted. <laughs> she is. Nina, we have no doubt that you're going to be lifting that glitter ball trophy. We are all behind you. We're going to be tuned in on Sunday night and voting. Best of luck and thank you so, so much for joining me. Thanks a million today, cheers. Thanks a million. Nina Carberry there, isn't she fantastic? She's so modest as well. Dancing with the Stars continues Sunday night, 6.30pm on RTE1. Make sure that you vote, vote, vote for Nina to keep her in the competition. That is our lot on the show for today. Thank you so much for your company as always. I'll leave you with Walking on Cars. Have a great day. Chat to you tomorrow.
4: 11 to 1 on LMFM.